Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. Justin. And I am Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm awesome. Very good. Good. Today, we are jumping into the topic of scarcity versus abundance mindset. So we're talking about the way that you approach not just money, but life in general. Do you approach it from scarcity, like there's not enough, or from abundance, like there's a lot of it? Right. So one example would be like Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge. In uh, A Christmas Carol, we love watching that movie um, because he's someone who has lots of uh, monetary wealth, but he does not. He but he operates out of complete mm. scarcity mindset, right? He he does not operate out of abundance mindset. And here lately, we've been watching in the past few years um, the Charles Dickens story. What's it called? The Man Who Invented Christmas. The Man Who Invented Christmas. That is now one. Of, it's probably my new favorite Christmas. Because it talks about what Charles Dickens' life was sort of like as he wrote The Christmas Carol. Because he had an abundance of relationships all around him, but he was a very stressed out man. Right. <laughs> and his finances were stressed. And it was just kind of a real life um, story of he realized that he did operate in abundance but he had to work hard to kind of get to that place. It was kind of his story of shifting. Right. It is from a scarcity to an abundance mindset. Mm-hmm. So, and it is fictional, but it has a lot of historic basis. Right. So, anyway, we enjoy watching it. Yep. So, I think if Scrooge is the epitome of a scarcity mindset, that Walt Disney World is like the epitome of abundance. Right. Just... When you're there, when you're caught up in Walt Disney magic, it's like, of course there's enough of everything for everyone. That's right. not even a question that comes yeah. to anyone's mind. Right. So I think we define scarcity as, how do we have it here? I can't, I can't use this because it might not come back. Right. I can't use so it. Like I you can't have to like hold on I, to it yeah. so tight. I can't use it. I can't give it away. I can't share it. Because this might be the only time. So what happens with scarcity is just it's never used. Like right. whatever uh, it is, it's never used. And so abundance is I must use it, but I, it's almost like I must invest it or I must share it. Like there's use a giving. well. Yeah, a giving well away. Yes. Right? So yeah, that's how we're kind of defining abundance. And we have, um, you kind of see it in people, the generation that went through the Great Depression. Right. And maybe we're headed through another Great Depression. I don't know. But um, you can kind of see that. But we've had experiences with two different kind of people right. who went through the Great Depression. So how would, how would we talk about someone who's gone through it? How did they live? Okay. So we Either helped, way. Either way. Yeah. yeah. So we have two examples. Um, two ladies who went through this at the same time. And so one lady, we actually helped clean out the property after she had passed. Right. And so there were multiple buildings filled with stuff, mm-hmm. but no one had ever like been allowed to go through them. And so when she was alive, it was very much like you would think that this woman had no money at all. I mean, mm-hmm. even the inside of her house wasn't even painted. You could still see the drywall and the spackling and that kind of thing. 
But then when we were cleaning things out, there were gallons of paint that right. could have been used to make the house more enjoyable to live in, but they were never used. And there were all of these beautiful things that had been packed away and no one ever ever could enjoy them. Right. So Complete. That would be the scarcity. That was like the like a super clear picture of a scarcity mindset. But then we know another lady mm -hmm. who lived through the same period. And did, the, did the same thing. Like, she always kept everything. Like, she didn't throw away anything. Right. Still, like, recycling the aluminum foil and the Ziploc bags and all of that right, kind of thing. Right. But with her stuff, she was constantly in a giving mode. Mm -hmm. Like, she would take scraps and she would make a blanket and she would give it to someone. Right. So, it was a very different way to play out right from the same circumstances right 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 and so i think that's important to kind of say we're not just talking about money we're just talking about complete mindset of do i need am i going to hoard this and not share this or am i going to give this knowing that the more i give the more i receive right and the scarcity you just you just hold on to forever right 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 and i think you know, we've talked before on this podcast about Maslow's hierarchy, and especially as we've gone through this COVID experience and people were all of a sudden like slammed down to the bottom of that diagram of that hierarchy and experiencing like, I don't know, am I going to survive? Do I have all my basic needs met? And I think that scarcity mindset keeps you constantly in that place of, I must hold on all hold on to all of this because it's necessary for survival right and it's miserable to live it's on it's not fun right right we know this from reading about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. so and you you kind of see this though in the news headlines you see this in people just talking on the interwebs it's just a scarcity kind of mindset and it's right. almost like fear-based and it's like it's a yucky it's a yucky kind of thing right Right. And I think that's, you know, honestly, I think that's where hoarding, it's like the root of hoarding because it's, it's all very fear driven. Right, right, right. So, and, and not believing that more is possible. Right, right, right. So it's very much like putting on lenses because mm -hmm. whatever that expectation is, is how you will view the world. You know, you put on the yellow lenses and everything looks yellow. You know, <laughs> you put on the rose lenses, everything looks rose. Yeah. So it is how we end up, our perception of the world right, around right, us. Right, right, It is kind of the glass half full or half empty. Mm -hmm. But it, it's more than just out there. It's how am I going to practice it. Right. If it's, it's, it's the application of that. Right. That's so right. important. Yeah. So I think kind of a, if there's a solution, um, you know, one thing that has really helped us a lot to not fall into that scarcity mentality is we just pray God's best mm -hmm. because we don't know a lot of times in a situation what necessarily the right step is to take. Uh, but if we're just praying God's best for ourselves and for others, then that kind of keeps us in the mindset of always wanting to be a blessing and always wanting to share and use things the most effective way right and and the scarcity mindset kind of kind of puts you in this reactive mode for everything you're only right. going to react 
Because it's like you're like in your own little fortress. You know what I mean? Right. Of emotion. That can be emotional fortress or financial fortress or whatever. And you kind of see anybody who comes towards you as like an attack on you. Right. Because you're, you're, you're uh, whole, um, holed up in your <laughs> fortress, right? Right. So right, right. the opposite of that is you don't want to, to stay fortressed. You know, you want to be in abundance. Right. And that, that means you have to be outside of your walls of your... I don't know. You have to be outside. You have to be like interacting. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. To, to operate in abundance. Like Disneyland, you, you use that example. You don't go there to Disney and like you're not alone. Right. You're, right. You're interacting. There's all kinds of. With the fictitious world and characters right, right. and other. It's all about interaction and, and whatever. So I think part of the scarcity is you kind of get isolated. Right. Either your mindset gets isolated, your resources get isolated. Sorry, guys. Little car alarm there. It's not ours, I hope. I hope not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so, and I think, you know, I was thinking through all the different ways that this mindset can affect someone's life. So I think, you know, like feeling like even health, like I operate in abundant health. I think the opposite of that is probably someone who is continually scared that they're going to catch everything that goes around. Right. Um, I operate in abundant relationships. And I think, you know, I think back to high school or college where there Tell would be... Tell us a good high school story. <laughs> there would be cliques, you know? And so that's basically like the whole idea of a clique is that there's a limited number of people right. that I can be in a relationship with and we're going to exclude everybody else. Um, I was thinking about, you know, abundance as far as even resources like oh I didn't get that person on my team and getting all worked up or I didn't get that client that I really wanted or I didn't get that role or that job or whatever that I really wanted and if you have an abundant mindset then it's like that's okay because there's something else out there for me there's right. not a finite amount of positions that I can have there's always going to be something else out there that I could try there's not a finite number of you know, there's a really limited number of clients that I could pick up. There are other clients, and hey, they could be a lot more fun to work with than the one that I didn't get. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, as you said that, it makes me think, kind of going back to what I was saying about just being holed up in a, in a spot, because scarcity is kind of not moving forward. Like, you're mm. not moving forward in an area. So pick an area of your life, and you can kind of look at it and say, am I moving forward in this? Because abundance is saying, oh, I didn't get this. But it's like driving down the interstate, and just because you missed <laughs> you missed one place, there's another place coming up that you need gas or whatever. That actually reminds That's me totally of totally how I drive. Yeah, I'm and like, it drives oh, me it's crazy. Okay. I miss that turn. Now <laughs> I do remember, way. you know, yeah, that is totally how you drive. <laughs> it does drive me crazy, honey. You should have took it right here. And you're like, oh well, we'll just we'll just keep going this way, and, and then we'll we'll, fig we'll figure it out, whatever. <laughs> I do remember once when you were pregnant, we were driving through. Oh, I think Oklahoma. <laughs> And we, 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 you were pregnant, and first I was like, pregnancy. first pregnancy, new for both. Oh, of okay, us. yeah, yeah, and yeah. I didn't know that blood sugar and all protein were necessary for right. growing a baby. Right. And so we were driving, and you were like, I was like, do you are you hungry now? And you were like, no, I can wait a little bit because we we're going through multiple states. Big yeah, yeah, road yeah, trip. yeah. Big road trip. And so I think we passed like one Wendy's. You know, when the sign on the interstate says there's only one stop, and it's like right. something that didn't sound good to any of us. Right. And I went by it. <laughs> I 
feel like it'd been many miles since we'd seen a I sign. I think it'd been about though. 10. <laughs> Whatever. All I know is my head was about chewed off because that you thought there was a scarcity and that you were never going to eat again. And part of it was just, I was just dumb because I didn't realize a pregnant woman needs to eat. Like, it's important. <laughs> I was like, oh, my wife's tough. She can make, we make these road trips all the time. So anyway, there's there's a scarcity versus abundance. I, oh, we'll go to the next one. You're like, oh, your voice changed. You're like, oh, I couldn't even understand what you're saying. So anyway, there you go. I think that may have grown with That's time. my interpretation of what happened, which is usually right. Yeah. And I think, again, you know, just believing that the best is going to happen. Like, maybe there was a better restaurant that was going to be the next exit. Maybe there was a better whatever. But right. just that belief that good things are in your way. Right. And that, you know, it's not the world against you. It's you moving forward with good intentions Through in the, the world. In the world. Right, right. And that doesn't mean, like, you don't work hard. And that doesn't right. mean, like, bad things don't come. Right. But the mindset you approach it to. And I think I'm always, like, the, the scarcity half-full glass person. And so you're always... I think in your own self you are. So right. you've been really intentional about trying to cultivate that abundance mindset and mm-hmm. that more positive... Right, right, right. And I point it out to you when you don't. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, you do. You do. You're very helpful that way. Thank you, honey, for being so helpful. <laughs> But we also want to transfer that to our kids. Yes. You know what I mean? Where they, good things will keep happening if you keep moving forward. Right. Like, yes, that was a sad thing that happened to you. And I'm sorry that it happened. And I know your heart hurts. But you can't stop at that wound. You know what I mean? Like, you have to keep moving forward through through those things. Right. So. Yes. All right. I think that's what we got for you today, guys. Thank you so much for taking time to listen and hang out with us as we've been discussing a scarcity versus abundance mindset. We would love to know what is your experience with this? What's your feedback? What are the times that you have experienced that abundant mindset? How did that work out? What are times you've experienced the scarcity mindset? How did that work out? Um, So you can let us know if we have permission to share.